1: And Chris Curtis on W E E I. Ooh, sorry to disappoint. No Ken, no Curtis this morning. It is in fact Fitzy and Shine filling in on this dreary Saturday morning
2: with all the sunshine and smiles we can possibly dole out. Where has the sun been this week? By the way, you know, if I have to work a lot during the tweener holiday week of Christmas to New Year's. So be it because I get to work with some terrific people talking about the wide, vast, and wonderful landscape of Boston sports. But when Preach. I finish my shift, if I just, can I just go outside soak up a little vitamin D Feel even if it's like going to be like a crisp 38 degrees outside. As long as I see a little blue sky, a little sunshine, scooping some frozen raisins over top of my head, that's great. It has been too much gray, too much rain, and too much blah over the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll answer a question with a question, Fitzy. Um, where has the sun been, like all year? Because over the summer it was the same thing. There were long stretches, there were long stretches where it was just eh, rainy weekends. So the days I'll I could go exactly out and get the sun,
2: it's nowhere. It's this stupid. It's been this stupid El Nino that we've been dealing mm, with all El year.
1: El Nino. Yes, yeah. that's a good good weather term. Good job by you. I, Six, least
2: I can do. Yeah, appreciate you.
1: Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. If you want to weigh in this morning, three seven ninety three seven. If you want to get in on the text line as well, we've been talking Red Sox, we've been talking Celtics, we've been hitting on the Patriots, and Mike in Salem wants to talk about the Pats and who maybe they should get at quarterback. What's up, Mike? Mike. Hey guys, how
0: are you? Good. Happy New Year. You too. You as well, sir. Um, so Shefter reported this morning that Russell Wilson's played his last game in Denver. He has a $37 million injury clause. That's why he's not playing on top of his 39 million remaining. And they plan on releasing him uh, at the end of the season. Your thoughts.
1: Are you suggesting that the Patriots should acquire Russell
0: Wilson? I certainly would be saying that.
2: Okay, Mike, Uh, thanks for the call. Look, Uh, Okay, I was ready to get into it at some point today. I'm glad Mike from Salem brought it up.
1: Yeah, he tosses up the softball. Me and you were going to toss it around the the horn a little bit here. I, I'll say no. I think, thank you for the offer. I appreciate your time in this interview. I think we're going to pass it this time. I just, he hasn't had a bad season, right? Mm -hmm. 26 touchdowns. What is it? 10 interceptions, something like that. Uh, He hasn't been awful. I think the offense too has been very conservative because they didn't want to injure him and have to pay him guaranteed money. So they've protected him a lot. They've run the ball quite a bit. I just, I think Russell Wilson is kind of past his prime. I don't necessarily believe that he would be the answer. If he's if you can get him on a cheap and, like, make him a bridge quarterback, as you said, Fitzy, if you're going to draft a guy like Jane Daniels or, say, Michael Penix falls to the second round and that's the guy you decide to target um, because of where you are in the draft order, you decide to target Michael Penix in the second round and he sits for a year behind a guy like Russ on cheap money on a one-year deal, okay, like, I'm not going to be... Miserable about it. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be upset about it as as upset as I'd be if it was Bailey Zapier or Mac Jones starting a quarterback next year. Wilson is over three thousand yards, he's completing sixty six percent of his passes, twenty-six touchdowns, eight picks.
2: Yeah, twenty-six yeah. and eight is good. Twenty-six and eight is very good. That's actually on his career average. He's got three hundred thirty-four tutties, hundred and six picks, so he's like a three point three to one, which is a great touchdown to interception rate in the modern NFL and a pass heavy NFL as well. I don't, like, there's the whole he's a sourpuss, he's entitled, he's arrogant. All those things may very well have he's a weirdo could still apply. And he's definitely a weirdo. A lot of people think he's disingenuous and kind of puts on a a a fraudulent uh, facade as to who he really is versus what he puts out there in the public sphere. Yeah, those okay, Monday interviews fine. with the Jones and Mego show would be weird. Those would, would get weird. They would, but... Let's just think if Bill Belichick is here, which I'm kind of wants a veteran quarterback. I still think that he is. It's probably I'd say 60-40 Belichick is back. So that's still that's more okay. probable than not to use triggering Wellsians. Uh, well, you know, Ted Wells terms. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's more probable than not that Belichick's back. Don't you think that he would rather would he rather have a veteran quarterback that he respects the talent and acumen of that he has gone up against come in steer the ship for a year be the bridge guy You have Bailey Zappi as your backup. Unless they think Bailey Zappi can really, really hold things down to a potential winning record next year while you draft somebody, I think they would at least, once again, to go back to what we're talking, socks in the first hour, those tires might get kicked because Russell Wilson is not going to go anywhere and get a bag. He is not going to get paid a ton. Uh, Actually, I think it was Hart who floated the idea yesterday. You send Mac Jones to Denver so, you can basically take a broken down, slightly taller version of Drew Brees, yep. let Sean Payton rehabilitate him next year. Yeah, good luck with that. And you take Russell Wilson back, uh, and Denver eats the bag.
1: Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, sure. I, I, that's fine. I don't hate it. I'm not thrilled by it. Look, my thing is, is I'm okay with Russell Wilson if he is a one year bridge. I am fine with that. If there is a rookie quarterback behind him waiting in the wings, learning, getting ready, then I'm okay with it. If it's just Russell Wilson's the plan, Bailey Zappi's the backup, I'm out. I'm good. Hard pass. I'll see you next year. Like, no shot. I'm good with that. You saw
2: Sweet Feet tweeted out, though, like there was the Fox infographic, like, where will Russell Wilson play next? And James White quote tweeted it and said Patriots with the eyeball emoji.
1: Sweet feet. Yeah, I mean he's part of the media now. He's got to stir up some stir up some uh some gas going on, you know? Sure. He's gonna cook something up. So I look, I don't take any like credence to that necessarily, but the the idea is there, sure. I'm fine again, I I am okay with the idea if it's like a one-year deal for both teams where he's like, All right, cool, I'm gonna come in. I'm going to play my ass off and try and get a big contract somewhere else next year. And the Patriots are like, perfect. We want you to be our bridge. Our rookie's going to learn underneath you, whether it's Daniels or Penix or Bo Nix, learn underneath you for a year, and then we're going to start him in 2025 anyways. Broncos country, let's ride. Like, I don't know that I want Mr. Unlimited to be the future of the New England Patriots at the age of, what, 35?
2: Yeah, I'm yeah. good. No, he wouldn't be the future. He would be a, He'd have to be a stopgap. He could not be the future. He would have to be just a veteran. Pre- think Kurt Warner when Eli was drafted. Put him that way, and then of course Kurt Warner later had a career renaissance when he went yes, out he to did. the Arizona Cardinals. But I would think of it in that capacity.
1: Yeah, but so okay, sure. I get, uh, again. I I think it would come down to money,
2: right? Yep.
1: Because if Russell Wilson's going to cost me one year twenty, and that's my bridge, why wouldn't I go get Baker Mayfield for like one in fifteen or? I don't know, Kirk Cousins
2: for 1-15. Okay, Cousins is going to want more, number one. You think? He's he's the same age as Russell Wilson, though. Even if he's coming off an Achilles, number one. And number two, I think Maker Playfield is going to get a a multi-year deal. If you're Tampa, why do you say thanks for the memories and we'll go back to the draft or sign Trask? Like Mayfield works. Well, well, yeah,
1: especially now they're not going to be picking in the top ten. Two months ago, they were going to be picking six, and it's like, oh, perfect, we'll take Jaden Daniels. Now they're going to be picking in the 20s.
2: You got Rashad White on an affordable deal as your primary running back. Kate Otten's pretty good at tight end. Uh, Godwin is still on a team-friendly-ish deal. And Mike Evans, who is the most underappreciated future Hall of Famer currently playing in the NFL. The dude is just an he absolute baller. Hoss. Uh, you, you hold on to him for two years. You give You give Mayfield a three-year deal that basically can be a one-year deal if he goes back in the toilet once he gets paid. If I'm Tampa, I do not let him leave town. That works down there. It works. Uh six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven if you want to weigh in.
1: Uh Dan in Rhode Island doesn't want Russell Wilson. Why is that, Dan?
0: Hey, how you doing? Good, Good morning. morning, Danny. Uh hey, F What's going on, buddy? Um <laughs> so it's just it's pretty simple to me. I, I, I think this is the ultimate status for losers case. If i I've watched a few. I have the red zone. Not the red zone, I have the package. I've watched a bunch of uh the Broncos game. The thing with Russell Wilson is, is the Patriots game was actually a perfect example. His whole career was always about playing like sandlot football. You know, he had his legs. He was always like off, off, you know, the play would run, but he'd start using his legs and he could make stuff he didn't happen. He improvise. He really can't make that. Yeah. And I, I think that to most people, like, he was horrible for the first three quarters against the Patriots. Terrible. And then, when they were down, and he had to start playing sandlot football, he was great, which he still can beat to some extent, but that's not sustainable and most people who break down film, if you look at it, they say he's not the same, nearly the same guy he used to be No, he's definitely and not. he's been no and then that's the point is like you can throw in all the other stuff, but I just don't think you can win with a guy like that right now. he doesn't see the field as well he's kind of short to begin with. He doesn't see the field as well as he used to, apparently. And he doesn't really, you know, things that, like, um, when he used to be scrambling out of the pocket, he'd run for, like, 25, 35 yards. Now mm-hmm. it's like I run for five and I just kneel down. You know what I mean? That That's what made him what he was. He's just not the same guy. And it's just 34, 35, that, you know, that's at an age now where everything else is going to start breaking down, too. And, the, yeah, the contract is just obscene. And he's too big of a personality I think, even to be a bridge until he realizes it. So yeah, he's toxic waste to uh, to me.
1: All right, that's Dan. It. Thanks for the call, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I, Understood. I, I Understood. get that. And, and, and I think one of the things that would go against Russ coming to the Patriots is he just doesn't throw to the middle of the field. He never has. Um, and that's kind of a big issue with the way the Patriots run their offense, right? Yeah. If Bill O'Brien's going to be the play caller again and then you're going to run that Charlie Weiss-esque system with the new flavorings and seasonings, Mm-hmm. you're going to have to throw over the middle of the field, and Russ doesn't love to do that. He loves uh, to throw outside the numbers.
2: Yes, yes, he does, where he still has a pretty decent deep ball as well, but uh, it would be an acclimation process for sure. I this got- is a great point by at no moss gathers on the socials. Shout uh, out no d-
1: moss gathers. He's the best. Yep.
2: Why did Sweetfeet recommend that uh, the Patriots sign Russell Wilson? Sweet uh, feet went to Wisconsin. Yes, that would make sense.
1: Uh, speaking, speaking of great uh, comments, I have a text I got to ask you. Because this is Go a great me. hypothetical, get yeah. He. Toss toss one at you from the five hundred eight. What about trade a third for Justin Fields, draft a tackle, and sign T
2: Higgins? Zero chance you'd be able to get Justin Fields for just a third. No way. Oh no, you shot. Think so? Really? No, I think it'd be at least a second. Are you sure okay, the text okay, isn't but...
0: saying like the third overall pick?
1: Uh, he better not. That that I wouldn't do. I would trade a second for Justin Fields. Okay, say it's a second, Fitzy. Would you trade? A second round pick for Justin Fields. You can draft Joe Alt, Alu Fashanu, whichever one you prefer, doesn't Uh matter, uh, and then sign T. Higgins.
2: And I know Cincinnati's going to try to franchise him as well, which is going to make him very. very Okay, or even replace T. Higgins with Mike Evans. I'd be fine with either. Uh, I I mean, with Mike Evans, sure. That would be. I can't decide. Justin Fields is like. It's like it's like eggplant. Like I swear, some people know how to cook it that make me like it, but by and large, I ju- I'm just well, not I into. You're going a different direction with that. Uh, <laughs> I,
1: I I'm sending <laughs> an eggplant
2: emoji instead.
1: It's it, it, like for a second round pick, that's a slam
2: dunk. This guy is playing awesome football this year. So why would Chicago move on from him when they have the first when they have a gift of a first overall pick that they can trade to someone? Whoever, like, just because like they the coach did last is trying year.
1: to keep his job, the GM's trying to keep his and job. They want to reset the cap stitch so y- by getting re- someone cheaper? Not even the cap. It's just reset the the, the clock. So reset the quarterback clock. Uh, you get a rookie gonna, in uh, there. So
2: much time getting. Ju- Some
1: people hate oh, his long throwing
2: motion. Some people hate his accuracy. Oh, he's so good.
1: He is. He's good at football. Like, that's the thing. People don't like him. People, whatever the reasons are, you can have your own personal beliefs on Justin Fields. He's good at football. And you can right the wrong that you should have been able to, you should have traded up and drafted him over Mac Jones in the first place anyways. Yeah. And all okay. you got to do is trade a second round pick. I'm in. Give it to me. I'd do it. i do it tomorrow.
2: Okay. All right. You would, I would say, I would say probably not. I just don't think, I just, I, if Bill Belichick is here, heck no.
1: Ooh. So he, here's another thought too. What if. Your um you win against the Jets, pushes okay. you down in the draft order a little bit. You're now down even maybe you even beat the Bills. Maybe yeah, you're picking pick six. You're picking seven or eight now, mm-hmm. and the Bears are picking ten. Pick swap for Justin Fields.
2: Pick swap for Justin Fields.
1: That way at ten you can either take JC Latham, tackle out of Alabama, mm-hmm. um Roma Dunze. Out of Washington, okay, that
2: Washington, yeah, that guy's good. Get a
1: legit receiver talent in here to help Justin Fields start really building an offense. I don't know, Fitzy.
2: I'm kind of oh, on board. Shyam, I would love to know that what way the you're not really say.
1: sacrificing a pick either. You're just kind of moving down three spots.
2: I, I can't know. see it. I can't.
1: I can't see it. Can't yeah. see it. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Russ, I see you talking, pats in the draft. We will get to you coming up here, but first, Joe Braverman's going to get you caught up on what's trending. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features
0: and taxes and fees may vary.
3: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact.
1: This is the Kenny Curtis Show right here on Boston Sports Original, W-E-E-I. No Ken, no Curtis this week. Shime and Fitzy filling in for you on this Saturday morning. Uh, We've been hitting a lot of Patriots here, Fitzy. So let's get right to Russ in Connecticut. He wants to talk about the uh, Pats and possibly drafting Jaden Daniels. What's up, Russ?
4: Good morning, gentlemen. How you all doing? Good. Danger Russ, what's up? All right, Shine. I want to start with you, and then I got something for uh, uh, Fifty. Okay, what's up? I'm look. I'm looking at the the top four in the draft. Mm-hmm. You're talking w- Williams, May, um, Harrison, and then Daniels. Okay. Correct. Okay, we're picking fourth, Shine. Yep. Right now. Yep. Right now. My thinking is. There's two quarterbacks that are ready to play in the NFL. One is Penix, and the other one is Bo Nix. I would go with Bo Nix, and that's my choice because I know uh, Harrison's going to be gone. Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, okay. so you don't,
1: hold on. So having, you don't think Drake May is an NFL-ready quarterback?
4: No. Let me let me explain why. Okay. Go ahead. If I look at if I look at Williams, he's five and four in the Big Twelve. Uh, May okay. is four and four in the ACC. Okay? okay. They're not winners like you think. Okay. Or like the national media thinks. Harrison is gold and somebody's going to take him. And if you look at Daniel's shine,
2: yeah,
4: he's another, he's another Murray. Okay. He's, he, he's, you know, he's not a big guy. Okay. You know, he's a he's a hell of a college quarterback, but I'm looking at two quarterbacks Penix, and I love Bo Nix. Okay. He started 70 games in college. Okay, that's my take. All
1: right, Russ, and- I appreciate the call. Look, here's the thing Bo Nix starting 70 games in college is great. Good for him. That means he'll probably
2: have. He started 60. So, okay, sir. Sixty. Still, it's a lot. He's yeah, been he started since the a lot of games. 70s. Do
1: you want to know who else started a lot of games in college football and was a winner? Fitzy, what well, actually one of the all-time most winningest players in college football? Colt McCoy. How was he in the NFL? Oh, that's right. Not very good. Super uh,
2: mid. Super mid.
1: So here's here's my thing. Like quarterbacks that start a ton in college don't always translate to starting a ton and living and being very good in the NFL. Yep. Yeah. Because. Sometimes there's too much wear on the tire. They have seen a lot more, which is why a lot of the times the floor is a bit higher. Mm-hmm. And there's a longer, a higher chance that they are going to be longer career NFL players, but probably backups and spot starters, not necessarily career starters. Uh, My- Michael Penix is awesome. I think the explosion he has throwing the football is tremendous. The issue, though, for Penix is... Is the medical history, and that's what's going to knock him probably out of the first round. If I'm being honest, double ACL. Yes, he has had massive ACL issues, uh, and so again, I like Pedics. I think Pedics would be a good, a really, really fun second round pick. I don't see him play panning out.
2: Get him in the second round.
1: Yeah, but then again, like I kind of thought the same thing about Henn and Hooker, right? Like, I, And he's not going to grace the Detroit Lions anytime soon because Jared Goff has been now, playing Goff's well. Getting
2: it, Goff's getting it done, and you give him a year to recover from the ACL and learn the offense and give him another one, and then I... you make the decision after that. But how do you argue with Bo Nix never having a bad game on a primetime stage, look good against Washington as well? I know Penix got the win ultimately. Dude, Guy had... He, 77% completion percentage. Now, I know you're going to say, like, oh, I think Mac Jones had the same when he was at Alabama, and look what he was. 40 touchdowns, three picks, and rushing this season, he ran for 228 yards and six more touchdowns. So, Jaden Daniels gets all his flowers. He wins the Heisman with 50 total touchdowns in the SEC. Bo Nix, in the artist formerly known as the Pac-12, goes for 46. I mean... He's gonna play somewhere. I think he's solid I think he's, oh, Bo I think Nicks. he's solid. Bo Nix is solid. I, I don't get me wrong, I don't dislike
1: Nix. He's fine. But also uh, the comment that Russ made that Jaden Daniels is a smaller guy, uh, is just factually inaccurate. He's actually taller than Bo Nix. Uh Jaden Daniels is six four, Bo Nix is six two, and the difference in pound like weight is like about seven the, pounds. About, yeah. yeah about they're they're the basically they're basically quite the same. Jaden Daniels is actually taller. So uh yeah. But regardless, like it's I think the big issue too is when you look at and one of the reasons why Caleb Williams and Drake May are so high is when you look at Jaden Daniels, you look at Bo Nix, you look at Michael Penix, they're all kind of old. They've been around forever. Crazy Jaden Daniels stat for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know who? Can, do you know who he threw a touchdown pass to in college?
2: Uh, Jamar Chase,
1: Brandon Ayuk.
2: Oh, that's right. At,
1: at Arizona State, that was and back I- in twenty nineteen. <laughs> Like, that's how long Jaden Daniels has been around, and it's taken Jaden Daniels so long to evolve into what he is. Again, Bo Nix has been around since 2019. These guys have just been, they're older, and so a lot of the times, from an NFL draft scout perspective, I want the younger guy who can dominate competition more than I want the older guy who took forever to dominate competition.
2: Okay, but all right. Allow me not just for the sake of playing radio to be the au contraire, moan football friend. Don't you, in some way, appreciate the fact that he's played so long that he's got a ton of experience already? That you may not have to put as much time into like teach. He's seen so many offenses, so many different, so many defenses, so many games that his acclamation to the pro game may not be. As steep it may not be, as long a process because he's got a lot of experience. Like guys like Anthony Richardson, who I know you just were all over love the business of his potential and his talents. Like dude started like eleven games in college, yeah. let alone the like the a couple in the pros. Now and he's he was already really good up. to start his NFL career right away. Like yeah, it's- and now where is he on the shelf?
1: Yeah, because he's hurt. That's I mean, that's uh, you know that happens. He just got injured. That's not because of his inexperience. He just got injured. But so like. I look at it like this. A guy in college who started a ton and played a ton of snaps is going to have a higher floor coming into the NFL. Like, he's going to be serviceable on a team. He's not going to come out and be horrendous. With the amount of backup quarterbacks we've seen, seeing guys like Bo Nix and Michael Penix play next year would be good for the nfl because then you're not seeing the tyson Bagents of the world oh, out of like d2 sakes. football stuff like right. that the nick Mullinses the cj bethards that is good for the nfl and the and-
2: nfl has a backup like not just the fact that we've started 55 or fi- seen 55 or 56 quarterbacks start this year there's just not a lot of talent at the backup quarterback position like i heard warren sharp going on a deep dive of more flags thrown this year more uh in terms of like random things like ineligible men downfield, offsides, all these little ticky-tack fouls that for some reason they have become points of emphasis, yep. if you will. To me, it's as simple as your stud playmakers are getting hurt, and you've started more quarterbacks than we can remember in recent memory. A team starting four quarterbacks during a season isn't healthy, isn't normal, isn't good for the game, isn't good for the franchise, and ultimately isn't good for the fans. So. If we have an infusion of good pro-ready quarterbacks coming in from college, that's good this for year, football.
1: It's great for football. I agree. But when you're building the New England Patriots, I want the best guy. I don't want a guy that's good for football. I want a guy. That, I want the best guy available. Um, and so w- let's take a look at a guy like C.J. Stroud. Without a doubt, like awesome, awesome NFL player, right? Uh huh.
2: Has only played 25 college games. But that's the number. But see that there is a magic number. Yes, I, I, I think that I agree 25 that. is the magic number that scouts like to use as a uh, barometer for knowing when they're comfortable with, some, with a quarterback's collegiate experience level. 100%. And I think 25 is that number.
1: Yes. And, and Drake may, I think has played right around that many games as well. Um, he's only really played the last two seasons. The first season he, I think he would played it in like four games. Yeah. So he's played 30 games. Uh, Drake may has, and, mm-hmm. and I don't, this, this is an interesting thing from the text line too. Like a lot of people are anti Drake may. I don't, and, and I've, I've just been doing this for a few years. I love to evaluate the quarterbacks coming out of the draft. Sometimes I hit, sometimes I miss. It is what it is. I missed on Justin Herbert. I'll be the first to admit that. But when I look at Drake May, he might be my favorite draft prospect I've seen
2: get out ever. He, okay, I, Fitz, I'm gonna. I'm gonna is, need the, I'm the 30 to 60 on the Y because I see somebody who he looks is, like he could be g- a good quarterback, but does not wow me. Drake May does things with the football
1: that should be illegal. He is if the the way the ball jumps off his hand is impressive. Uh the the throws into tight windows that he can make that no one else can make is unbelievably impressive. He's not, like, mobile, but he's not a, a, a statue in the pocket by any means. Like, he can get out and move. And I, that's why I very much, there's been a lot of people that have comped him kind of to Justin Herbert in a way. I feel like he's a little bit lankier than Herbert. But just, I I love the way, I love his aggressiveness. I love the decision-making. I love uh, just the arm talent is insane. And and Caleb is great and. His He's, arm
2: talent is above above and beyond anything I've seen. But I he think just that, has uh, some other issues in in the upstairs and the emotional and the compete that probably well, has so a lot of people second-guessing him.
1: I think that is also a little overblown. Like I think the whole crying to his mom thing is a little overblown. I think it's a different generation of football player. Um, so I, I think different people handle their emotions in different ways. I don't necessarily see that as a negative. To me, it's more so I don't think that uh, Caleb operates in structure – Quite as well as um, Drake May. I just I don't see Caleb operate in structure like ever. Right? There's very few nope. times where Caleb is uh, play action three step drop balls out. It's it, he loves to extend the play and, and make it more like backyard football, and people are enamored by it. But uh-huh. it, it's the backyard football thing can be a double edged sword because you can be Patrick Mahomes or you can be Zach Wilson and. I'm not exactly sure where I fall. I think Caleb, to me, falls more towards Patrick Mahomes, but I'm not going to say he's Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's stupid. Uh, I think he falls more in that direction than in the Zach Wilson direction. I would agree. But I, would agree. I know when I put Drake May on a football field, the guy can operate in structure. He can make things happen when things break down. I think you can teach him a little bit more on the pocket presence, especially sliding up into the pocket and really kind of just lighting it up. And this guy, oh, man, the arm talent is stupid stupid good. It is the he can spin a football, man. It is impressive
2: the right. way he handles that. Okay, so I have to ask I have to ask a worthy question. I know we're basing this on numbers, nothing that I've actually seen, but so for a guy like Drake May, yeah, uh who had a much better 2022 than he did 2023. He played 14 games last year. These numbers are based off of just 12. Last year he had 37 touchdowns, 7 picks and 4,300 yards this year, 3,600 yards, 24 and 9. The step back is due to what do you believe? Well, so there's two less games there.
1: So yep. you so in a yard, in a, a per-game basis, uh, you have to account for that. I don't know exactly what the per-game basis number is. Uh, yep. Not in front of me. Um, but regardless, you could probably add those in. It's I also think same. that there's a drain of talent, right? You lose a guy mm-hmm. like Josh Downs, who was... Uh, an exceptional receiver he's already having Sneaky some success yep. in the NFL uh, yep. off that team i think that is a big deal so i think there was less talent on this year's UNC team than there was last year um but I, when it, when you watch the tape when you watch Drake May play he is still he's he's he at times he seems like he's experimenting like ooh how what can i get away with here and he kind of is like learning he's still learning the limits of just how good his arm is I don't know yeah, the hesitation though with North Carolina quarterbacks they haven't really worked out recently. Yeah, the last little well, PTSD oh. on my part. What it's just What's it's yeah. just Mitch
2: Trubisky, right?
1: Uh, What's Sam the Hall, other the, uh, is Sam Howell. Yeah, Sam, Sam Howell was like a fifth round pick. Like that wasn't a. He top was a fourth down.
2: rounder. But Shime a couple years back, there was a time or at least a half season where everyone was thinking that he was going to go first overall. Then he fell back. The Commanders jumped on it. I still think there's something to be said. Or that there's something to work with regarding Sam Howell, I wouldn't be out on him completely yeah. just yet. By the way, Josh Downs is putting together a sneaky good rookie season. Yes, he is 63 for 670 and a couple of tutties. Yeah, Gardner Minshew tent-
1: loves him. Some Josh Downs.
2: Yeah, he does. And by the way, if the jag wagon falls apart and Minshew mania, jag the Mississippi wagon. muskrat makes his way to the playoffs. Oh. Will they finally give us our? Will they finally give us our props, Shime? The, as like the only two guys that have been Minshew. Now, I, you're maybe not the Minshew maniac that I, love I am, Minshew. but I love that guy. A guy I would play. So, I, like,
1: I love just watching Minshew games because anything can happen. He'll be the next Chase Daniel. No, he's better than he's that. Better no, than that. don't. No, you, but I mean, don't you ver- send that evil I mean, his I way? Mean, in terms of just, he's going to be a really good backup, but like, make a crap ton of money. He should be a starter, though, right? Like when you see every year, there's teams like the Browns who are desperate for a starter because their guy gets hurt or something. That's the first guy that should be getting phone calls is Gardner Minshew uh, on every across the board. anytime a starting quarterback gets hurt, right. Gardner Minshew
2: should be the first one up. I, I don't I was you remember Not I was him, begging the Patriots <laughs> begging the freaking Patriots to sign him in 2021 rather you would have probably had to have sent maybe a fifth at the time or even a fourth if you wanted to get frisky and you believed in him down to uh, Jacksonville to bring him in as a bridge starter and draft somebody obviously I don't think Belichick had a lot of love for him before the Colts game. I think it was just sort of like, oh, you know, he's, he play, he's played in this league before. You know, he does things. <laughs> like, it wasn't like one of those, like, man, give me a foot, give me Gardner Minshew and a side of fries any day and I'll go to battle. Like, I don't think Belichick's the biggest believer in his talents. But. I kind of hope,
1: I'm not going to lie to you, I kind of hope Carolina beats Jacksonville this week and the Texans and Colts get in and the Jags don't. Is that, that bad? Is that bad of me? No. So, wait, what's that scenario be- one more time? So, Carolina wins this week over yep. Jacksonville. Yep. Uh, Houston and Indianapolis both win. Indianapolis yep. beats the Raiders. Houston beats the Tennessee Titans. That puts both of them ahead of the Jaguars in the standings. Both of them would be 9-7. and seven. The Jaguars would be 8-8. Eight and eight. And the Jaguars would be the last team out of the playoff picture at the moment. God,
2: I thought the Jags' 9.5 over win total was like just free money coming well, into the Well, the season. issue is, what is what Trevor
1: a- Lawrence has been ridiculously banged up
2: like he, yep. he and came, losing Christian Kirk a couple weeks ago really hurt like that's agreed. his guy.
1: And Zay Jones has been in and out of the lineup and it's weird. Uh the the splits when Zay Jones is in and when he's out for Calvin Ridley are like <laughs> insane. It's stupid. Yeah. Calvin Ridley is so much better when Zay Jones is on the field. I don't I don't necessarily understand it, but it, it is what it is. 617-779-7937 if you want to weigh in on anything we've talked about on the show today. Red Sox, Celtics. Patriots quarterback situation. Can they win on Sunday? What about the draft? All of it on the table in the final segment of the Ken and Curtis show with Fitz and Scheim coming up next.
3: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor you are a fighter modella is your reward modella the mark of a fighter trick responsibly beer imported by Crownland port chicago illinois
4: listen to every mlb game live and the deep left center field it is high it is far it
2: is god
3: stream minor league affiliates
2: the midwest league home run
1: leader
3: Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only 3 dollars per month. Deep
0: left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game.
3: Subscribe to at-bat within
1: the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
4: 0-2. Turner to left field. And deep. Peralta back. It is.
1: ken and curtis show no ken no curtis today Shime and fitzy filling in and uh, i believe fitzy that was your favorite moment of 2023 in the sports world
2: believe it or not Shime, in a year where once again we extend the championship banner and duck boat drought to now almost five years and counting though i did love the fact that we brought home two titles to the area the boston renegades all they do is win and i (laughs) love the free jacks bringing home the MLR Shield to Quincy of all places as well with their championship victory uh, back in, uh, let's see, that was back in late July. Um, that World Baseball Classic to me was just freaking spectacular. I I was up on a Saturday night watching that game against Venezuela. I had gotten into the tournament. I was fired up. I love seeing some real stars on the U.S. team. Mike Trout led the recruitment crew, got himself. Uh, Goldschmidt, Trey Turner, some other great, some other studs on the team. Way better, way better offense than they had pitching staff, which I think they'll address next time it comes around. But that penultimate, that uh, quarterfinal game on a Saturday night, U.S. down seven five, Trey Turner steps up, sacks, juice, Carter, and I just remember the reaction too. Like I had never seen joy on the face of Mike Trout. He l- leaped over. The dugout fencing started pumping his fist through his hat. And then I just thought like, man, so he actually does love baseball. He actually has emotion. <laughs> this is the joy on the face of all these guys that have never won like this before. This is awesome. And then it led, of course, Shyam, to that Monday night to the showdown between Otani and Trout. You could not. T- you can't sell me on whatever your favorite city is, whatever championship they won. There being a greater two minute span of theater. In sports in America in 2023, than Otani versus Trout with the WBC on the line, it was freaking awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's there have
1: been some some awesome highlights of the year. I think, uh, you know, being a, a Boston fan, the Bruins' just it's record-setting season was awesome. Unfortunately, let down by a uh, early playoff exit, so that. Kind of soured that one. Uh, I think the NFL season has been a blast. I think this Joe Flacco story is awesome. But prior to the season really getting going, for me, plug for my own show. Shout out to uh, one of the hosts of the Greg Hill Show, Courtney Cox. Asked the question and got the answer that went around the world and back again when she got Belichick to talk about Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift and that being the greatest catch of Taylor uh, Travis Kelsey's career. And since then, it has taken off, and Tra- uh, Taylor Swift is at, like, every Chiefs game now. Uh, they'll probably get married in, like, six months and and have a kid, and he'll retire. It'll be great.
2: Yeah, I mean, that would be a hell of an ending for what's been an incredible career for one of the better, but certainly not the greatest tight end of all time no. as well. And for everyone that is calling her like Yoko Swift or Taylor oh, Bunchen it. or whatever. Stop, please. She's she has awesome. nothing to do with the lackluster offensive performance of the Kansas City Chiefs this year. She didn't drop all those passes. That was Kadarius Tony's job and Marquez valdez scantling. She it's not her fault. That Rasheed Rice has greater expectations put upon himself, or that the Kansas City offensive line has regressed, or that Travis Kelsey's aggregate injuries over his 11-year career have caught up to him, or 13-year career, whatever it is. Like it, it, this is just this is science, this is history, this is time catching up to all things. Don't worry, Kansas City will reload. They'll be back. They're just not going to be the Super Bowl threat that they've been. In previous years, and it's not her fault. She has been an interesting storyline. Shime, I want to ask you this. Which Patriots season do you compare this Chiefs season to? Oh, it's Uh, it's easy. 06, 13, or 19?
1: It's 06. It's the Roche Caldwell year. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. It's like you're thrown to a bunch of nobodies. You're doing everything you can, except for the fact that Tom Brady got his team to the AFC Championship game. Probably should have been in the Super Bowl, except the Colts made that stupid comeback at the end of the game. Um, and you right. would have won another, yet another Super Bowl because you would have drawn Rex Grossman in the freaking the, Super Bowl. The
2: Patriots would have absolutely mutilated Rex Grossman. Oh my God! Bears Even with Shay
1: Caldwell being your number one receiver, you would have owned that Chicago Bears team.
2: Yeah, Jabar Gaffney was actually the, he was playing really well. He didn't drop passes like Caldwell did, and then make the <laughs> crazy eyes. Um, I I heard Bill Simmons comp it to nineteen though, saying that Kelsey reminds 19. him of Edelman. Overused, overfished, banged up, downside of his career. No other viable weapons. People dropping passes and frustration setting in visibly with the quarterback. Now, obviously, yeah, Brady, but that team started what
1: 8
2: no like yeah.
1: like that team was. Really good in the regular season, in part because of a cupcake schedule. But I, I just I think the 19 Patriot team was way better than this Kansas City team.
2: Yeah, this Chiefs team is in trouble. Like what is your Chiefs, big
1: what is your biggest thing on them? Uh, I I actually have had the hot take all week that I think it's a Mahomes issue. Ooh, I do I, tell. Give I me, watch give when me on when that. I watch the tape, Mahomes is panicking a lot. It's very Mac Jonesian esque, where it's. I get the snap, and I don't even count the two seconds in my head. I'm immediately, like, moving outside of a pocket that there's no pressure in your face yet. Like, it's, it feels very panicked. He feels like he can't sit in the pocket. He can't just run a play and run through his progressions. And I, I think he is dealing with some... Uh, on-the-field mental issues at the moment that he needs to kind of overcome. Uh, and once he does, he will go back to being the best quarterback in football. But right now, I think Mahomes is going yeah, can, through. Can they overcome it? And not this still season. still make a Super Bowl run? No, nope. Not nope. this season. I, I, last year, you saw him do it without Tyree Kill. I think you'll see him do it again, but not this year. This year is a um, a, a learning year for Patrick Mahomes in a way I don't think we've ever seen before.
2: I couldn't agree more. Shime, give uh, let's leave giving the people a prediction in the Patriots game and a bet of the week, maybe.
1: Yeah, give me uh, give me the Pats plus the fourteen. I'll take it. I think the Bills win. I'll go twenty four eighteen. Weird score. Uh, Bills by six. That's that's my guess. Uh, and my favorite favorite bet of the week. All the people that crapped on me earlier uh, for Justin Fields. Give me the Bears laying two and a half at home for the Atlanta Falcons. Screw Arthur Smith, that dolt. Get him out of football. I'm done with his ass. Give me the Bears laying two and a half.
2: Even though he was so pivotal in the Tannessons, I couldn't agree with you he more. He
1: drafted, take- oh, I, 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 real quick, he drafted <laughs> Bijan Robinson, Drake London, and him. Kyle Pitts in the first round and refuses, and instead he's giving the ball to Tyler Algier. Okay, I'm done.
2: You get the world you deserve. I'll take the over tonight in Detroit, Dallas. Love it. I have the Patriots losing by seven in a very entertaining game. Once again, proving they have not quit on their coach.
1: Fitzy, I love you, bud. It's been a fun love three you, hours. Uh, thank you for Great tuning job. in to the Ken and Curtis show. Without Ken or Curtis, Fitzy and Shine filling in, John Lyons has you next right here on Boston Sports Original, WEI. I will be in New Year's Day marked with Mark Dondero, 2-6. to six, So make sure to tune into that. Enjoy football this weekend. See ya.